Welcome to Politics Done Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Harris County. Good morning. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Texas, good morning to the United States of America, and of course, good morning to the world. Anyway, we are going to have a great show for you today. We have a lot to talk about. I'm going to start with a star. I am going to start with a star after perusing Jacobin. And, 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 and one article that really sort of ticked me off on Tyler Purr. But before we get started, I want to say buenos dias a mis amigos, a mis, mis genios. Good morning to the geniuses in the studio, in the control room at KPFT 90.1 FM. How well, are my Gordon, favorite people doing? Gordon Talk. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, genius? Well, uh, I'm saying hello to everyone in Berlin today. Right. So, I mean, he he greets the world, and I just kind of localize it. You know, my family was right from uh, right from just uh, east southeast from Berlin. Mm, okay. Area. Good deal. Uh, well, looks like the ten cans and string are holding up, Jack. So, what you got for us today? Well, I read your little piece on the evangelicals, so I'm gonna. Go off on that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Go for me, brother. Go for me. You got the newsletter, I see. They're using biblical prophecy to lead the Christians right, right where they want them to go, to the lion pit. Why do evangelicals flock to the Antichrist Trump? I mean, that's his persona he projects in public. I believe the evangelical Christians are being misled for a purpose. One, to vote for Trump because the Antichrist must be in power for the Christ being to return. They may believe putting this vile man in power will complete a prophecy. The only thing Trump will deliver is authoritarian corporate rule. The people will be sold out to the corporate fascists and their Christ will be a corporate Christ. They already are. Yeah. It's just not so widespread, but yeah, it's already here. Yeah, the, the wool's been pulled over our eyes. You know, honestly, Jack, I can't understand, and Egberto too, I'm going to take a moment here. I don't understand the draw of Donald Trump, because the man did nothing when he was in office but enrich himself and friends. Very rarely were you going to find any policy that was any good. I don't understand why people want him back in office. Yeah, they're mad at Biden. Okay, fine. He didn't do what he said he was going to do. Didn't do a whole lot. Did a lot of good things. What did Trump do? He didn't do anything except stomp around like a bull and, you know, spread his garbage everywhere. But he didn't really do anything. But I, I do, I guess I understand a little bit about the appeal because he is a strong leader. And we need a strong leader in the in all times. But the problem is, is where he's leading. Yeah, he's a strong leader, all right, but he's leading us down the garden path. And that's going to be, 
It's going to be pretty dangerous for democracy. Fortunately, the man is 77 or 78 years old, and he was not going to last much longer. <laughs> That's the good part. The bad part is he's still alive. And I'm going to turn this back over to Egberto because it is his show. Well, it is our show, first of all, but I am there listening because, like I said, what happens a lot of times is that that, that initial banter sort of gives me some, hey, you know what? Let me expand on that. And what you just said, Howard nails it. He's a strong leader, but he's a paper tiger. You know, um, you know, uh, a, 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 something made of ice is very hard. You can hurt yourself very easily with ice, but also yes. it's, brit it's brittle and it's easily broken. In other words, it doesn't have that struct that, that structure that gives it permanence. Right. So, that's what uh, uh, Trump is. As, I mean, it, it has a semblance of strength, but when tested, it cannot hold up to the forces. And that's who he is. And the reason he's successful and why people like him or the few that like him, and it's not a majority, but the way our country is structured, the amount of people that like him or want him is enough for him to win because you don't need a popular vote win here. You just need to win in the right places. And even though Biden won by 7 million plus votes, uh, Trump came within 40,000 votes of winning that election. Had he won mm -hmm. in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and uh, Michigan, he would have been president of the United States having been down over 7 million votes. That's not a democracy, but that is who we are. And I tell you something else. Um, when it comes to what he did, the problem is in, our, in the way we do media, we don't have a problem, or rather, Donald Trump has no problem simply out there, ball face line, calling false statistics out, and having a media that doesn't break it immediately. He says this, that is wrong. Here's the data. So you say that long enough, it metastasizes into people's minds, into believing under Trump, the economy was better for the average American citizen. Look, I can tell you a lot of places where under Trump, the economy was better, not for the average American citizen, but for the wealthy people that got a whole lot out from Trump, starting with $2 trillion in tax breaks. That means we have a $2 trillion bigger budget deficit. That didn't go to the average American citizen, but they don't know that because Trump did all kinds of magic. Make sure that the withdrawals that you have, you know, every time you sign your W-4 form, you say how much deductions you're going to take. Well, the way they made it is that you got back more money from the deductions that you would otherwise have taken. Your salary looks bigger at the end of the year. Your tax return for those who do it that way, your the tax return you get is that much less. I mean, there are so many things that could be said that sadly, we have a media that one is timid in the way it goes after specifically Trump and in general folks on the right. They just don't they just don't probe them as they should. But if Biden stumbles or Biden or any Democrat does anything, it's a big story. Look, we have a story, you know, moms against something. I don't remember the name of the organization. Uh, they are the ones that are banning books and 
making sure that LGBTQ stuff isn't taught in school or, or mentioned in school, etc. Well, the, the, the woman who runs it, she, her husband, and a third party were in. And by the way, what you do in your bedroom is your business. I really don't care. It's none of my business. But anyway, these Puritans, these, these people that believe they are, they, they, they want everybody to live by certain rules. It turns out now the chairman of the Republican Party in Florida, whose wife runs moms uh, against or whatever, moms something, he is accused now of raping the woman that usually forms their three-person sexcapade. Okay? In other words, uh, the, this woman, his wife, and him, they, they sleep together. Okay? and. Now, th- at this particular time, she says, uh, he calls her up and says, hey, this time my wife isn't going to be there. And she said, well, it's off because it's your wife that I prefer anyway. And he goes over to her house and allegedly rapes her. It's now in the courts. DeSantis and all of them are asking him to resign as chair. And he says he's not going to do it. He's playing the Trump card. now. The hypocrisy of these folks. We don't care what they do in their bedroom, but evidently, the his wife is at least a part of the LGBTQ community, even if in hiding. And they are so much on the attack. So we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Howard, uh, Jack. Yes, sir. It's, it's just, it is just that these people aren't exposed. How many people, I mean, MSNBC have been hearing this story, right? But a lot of other stations just kind of touch on it. But if, if, if Biden does something or another Democrat does something, it's on air 24-7. This particular incident, uh, yeah, it's covered, but it isn't covered near with the gravity that it really should be covered with. You know, just one you of know, those things. Yes. You know, um, I, I think that the mainstream press, which we are not part of, Mm-hmm. Really, it's more easily manipulated than you think. It's sensationalism. Does it sell detergent? Does it sell soap? Does it sell braces? Does it sell toothpaste? Is it going to get the attention of folks long enough to where we can grab them and say, okay, here's an exciting, scintillating story coming up here. But first, how about buying some Tide or maybe a Ford? <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. This is is exactly what we see every day. And it's disgusting because they can be so easily manipulated. And Trump is the great manipulator. Yes. He is is manipulating the media because he's got these scintillating stories. Oh, everybody wants to know what Donald Trump wants to do and this, that, and the other. But first, here's a Chevrolet for you. The brand new Chevrolet. I mean, for crying out loud, what has it come to? It's insane. Also. My two cents says that um, Goebbels, the 
propaganda the guy from the Nazis. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He would be proud. Yes. He would be happy because he said, and it's also in Mein Kampf too, tell a lie so big and audacious that everyone would go, who is this guy telling this huge lie? But keep repeating it and people will start to believe it because exactly. that's the principle that's going on right now in this country. Keep telling those lies, big lies. So anyway, that's that's my two cents for the day. Thank you very much, my brother. Anyway, welcome aboard Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain. Welcome aboard John Cotter. John, please tell me, I bet you're in Japan. And and by the way, that's the reason I always say wel- uh, welcome to the world as well, because we have dedicated listeners in Barcelona, Spain. Brother Cotter is always flying around, and I think he may be in. My gut feeling is that he's going to tell me. Egberto, I am in Japan, but we'll see where he's at right now. Anyway, I want to read a part. And thank you, uh, Carter, for telling me it's Moms for Liberty. I want to read a little segment of this. This this is not what we're going to talk about today, but I just want to mention it. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard as well. Here's what it says. Christian Ziegler, the chairman of the Republican Party of Florida, is under investigation by Sarasota Police Department related to an allegation of sexual battery from October. An attorney for Ziegler, Derek Bird, said in a statement that his client has been fully cooperative with every request. And we'll skip down and it says, we are confident once the police investigation is concluded that no charges will be filed against Ziegler. So they said, okay. The report Bird references from a local Florida watchdog website that first outlined investigation along with alleged details about Ziegler's sexual relationship and the alleged assault. CNN has not independently verified those allegations. However, CNN on Thursday morning obtained a police report, a heavily redacted 12-page document which, in which raped, sexual assault, and sexual battery were among the handful of words that were visible. The report was provided by CNN by Sarasota Police Department in reference to in response to a request for the complaints. The alleged victim told police on October 4th that the reported incident took place two days earlier in her home in Sarasota. However, Details of the alleged assault were redacted. No names, including Ziegler. Sarasota Police Department spokesman Cynthia McCaughlin told CNN no charges have been filed but could not provide further detail. Ziegler did not respond. He and his wife, Bridget, are Florida Republicans' political stalwarts. The couple rose from their base of power in Sarasota County into significant statewide figures under Florida. Christian Ziegler Ford became chairman of the Florida GOP in February after years of working in local politics, including as a county commissioner and as a state party vice chairman. Bridget, 41, was appointed to Sarasota County Board in 2014 and has won re-election three times. As Bridget Ziegler has been on the forefront of cultural battles DeSantis has waged within uh, Florida public schools, she co-founded Moms for Liberty, which Cotter uh, corrected me on, and he's in Houston today, a conservative parents' rights organization that has led the efforts in Florida and elsewhere to remove books from the classroom they deem inappropriate for kids. DeSantis named her to the board that now oversees the Walt Disney Company Special Taxing District in Central Florida amid his cast clash with entertainment giant over the state law that restricted how sexual orientation and gender identity could be taught in the classroom. Room. The emergent scandal immediately sent shock waves through the Republican Party of Florida, which was already dealing with deepening divisions from the hotly contested uh, GOP presidential primary. Amid the investigation, Ziegler has continued to operate as party chairman. So, you know, they're all following the uh, the, uh, <laughs> the the principle 
that Trump has laid out, which is no matter what you're accused of, no matter what, you will sit back and wait. Harry, before I, I come to you, I want to get started on the Tyler Perry story. Well, I tell you what. Uh, yeah, I want to get started on a Tyler Perry story because I may want your input in this as well. So hang tight. Um, look, I have been covering, I cover a whole lot of stories and, uh, of, you know, sometimes I cover things on celebrities, etc. And celebrities constantly, uh, you know, as a part of their, their portfolios, they do things that sometimes makes one wonder. Uh, but I I've had sort of a a, a a sort of you know a sort of a I, I want to say angst towards Tyler Perry because in my humble opinion a lot of uh, how he built his his fortune and I want folks to take this in the in in the right way but a lot of the way he built his fortune in my opinion was ridiculing. Uh, African-Americans. And notice I didn't say ridiculing black folks. I said ridiculing African-Americans because what he many times I thought was doing was sort of ridiculing the culture. That's my opinion. So for, for the longest time, I remember going early on when he just started and he, I think it was either DVDs or even before DVDs used to release, I think it was tapes. Not I, I don't remember if it was tapes or or DVDs. But anyway, I remember going to the home of a friend here in Kingwood and they had one of his tapes or DVDs. I don't remember which one it was. And they played it. And, you know, it, it, it was one of the plays that he did because he used to tape them live. And, you know, I, I looked around and I'm like, that, why would somebody try to do that? You know, I, I just sort of got upset at watching the tape. But it kind of caught on just like certain things catch on and, and he started to grow and grow and grow. But then the other thing, problem I used to have with him is if you take a look at, you know, and my mother, uh, I my mom, my mom, I think, yeah, my mother used to watch some of his programs. And I remember watching one, a couple of his movies and noticing sort of a, what happened to black professional men in his program in his in his in his movies it always seemed that he made them abusive take advantage of women etc etc and that kind of stuff really irked me look all all the black men all, all the men that i hang around in general do the right thing so i don't know what who was what stereotype he was doing out there but i know he was in fact set in a stereotype so that irked me, but that's personal. That is, that may be my sensibilities, but what really got to me back in 2019 was when a good friend of mine, a, a, an activist reporter out of Atlanta, she called me up and she said, Egberto, you know, um, you know, Tyler Perry got this big deal in Atlanta and it's in a black neighborhood and purportedly he got all these tax breaks and the idea behind this tax break is to revitalize the area that he was in etc 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 so what she did is she we did a live show 
I did a show on what what I found out about him doing about the breaks that he got. And then she went and did a live show with her iPhone. And we brought her in live to Politics Done Right as she went around the neighborhood, went around the gated studio, you know, that was pretty much smack in the middle of this neighborhood and protected against the people on the outside. And it, it just irked me that you had you you had this company run by Tyler company uh, Tyler Paris company smacking the black neighborhood, giving thirty million dollars in tax breaks, doesn't pay any taxes on the property that he got. It's his the property now, a former base, and the neighborhood that it's in is pretty much a squalor. So I want to. So I did that piece, and I linked that piece in my newsletter. Oh, actually, I did two pieces on it. One where she's outside of the studio, going around the neighborhood with the blight, with people on the streets, sleeping on the streets, etc., in that area. And then the other live we did from Atlanta, she was she did it from within the studio. She kind of finagled herself inside the studio inside of the the, the 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 grounds of the studio and she's out there you know doing some shoots for me live on the show now jacobin is 2023 that was 2019 2023 jacobins writes an article because perry has this puff piece out on uh i think it's uh amazon where he goes and they they talk about a story from uh, poverty into success and lifting lifting himself up from the bootstraps and all that kind of stuff you know my wife saw the program and she came and she's she was all you know wow that story about tyler perry and all of that was great and here comes the grinch egberto it's like well you know i'm not particularly a fan of perry uh, because again uh, of how i thought he came you know how this stuff was built etc 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 and then I see this article titled, Tyler Perry's Wealth is Not Trickling Down to Black Residents of Atlanta. And that all automatically tickled me. So I said, let me read it. So I want to read sections of this for you. Filmmaker and entrepreneur Tyler Perry is a billionaire. He's Atlanta studio, his Atlanta studio received massive tax write-off premise on the idea that his success will inspire others, if that sounds familiar. It's because it's a liberal version of trickle-down economics. And it says, the new Amazon Prime film, Maxime's Baby, documents the rise of Tyler Perry, who was born into poverty and hardship in New Orleans and overcame racism and long odds to become one of the highest paid entertainers in the world, a billionaire no less. While the film tries to affect the tone of a serious examination, it's ultimately a glossy two-hour commercial for the filmmaker and entrepreneur, a chance for Oprah Winfrey and Whoopi Goldberg to hype him as among the pantheons of today's greatest cinematic innovators. Is Tyler Perry running for office? Ask RogerEbert.com. Maybe not, but it's a fair question. The ethos that structures the film's feel-good arc has been the beaten heart of the Democratic Party's vision of social justice since the Obama years. By now, most liberals wince at the mention of Reagan-branded trickle-down economics, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, and Barack Obama all use the term in a derogatory manner. 
The irony is that these liberals, in addition to a weak commitment to hiking taxes on the rich, have their own version of the theory. Their thinking goes that when members of marginalized groups make it to the top of the economic and cultural ladder, their ascent is an automatic gain for remaining members of that group. But Tyler Perry's fame and wealth have not trickled down to working class and poor black people in his home city of Atlanta. Perry celebrated the 2019 opening of his production studio on a defunct Fort McPherson army base with sound stages named for wealthy black celebrities, including Winfrey Goldberg as life-changing act of social justice of surrounding community. When I built my studio, I built it in a neighborhood that's one of the poorest black neighborhoods in Atlanta so that young black kids can see a black man did that and they can do that too. I was trying to help them cross. Perry proclaimed during the BET Awards speech. You know, that kind of talking never turns me out. I want, I want to be an example to other black people so they can see what I do. You don't need to be an example tacitly, I mean, over, I mean uh, overtly. You are an example by your works, by what you do. And people see you and inherently they look at you and they say, I can be, I can achieve. That is what Obama was when Obama became president. Black people saw that it was a una meta. Um, it was a um, it was a goal that that it's okay to strive for because there is somebody who actually did it. But I digressed. Back to the article. In fact, it's been the year. It's been the other way around. Almost all of Atlanta's residents have subsidized Ter Tyler Perry's personal wealth, which reportedly topped $1 billion this year in some way or another. In 2015, Perry acquired the Fort McPherson land for the significantly discounted market price of $30 million, through, though it had been appraised for as much as $75 million. Let me break right there from the article and explain something. If Tyler Perry bought a market-valued property for th that, uh, that's worth $75 million and he got it for $30 million, that is a – you people of Atlanta, you immediately increase Tyler Perry's worth, his wealth, by $45 million because had – I had – listen to this. Had Atlanta, instead of giving that property to Tyler Perry for $30 million, had they sell, sold it to some other company for $75 million, that would have been an extra $45 million in the coffers of Atlanta if they had sold it at the market value. An extra $45 million would have been there, but it gets worse. Some local Democrats called it a sweetheart deal between Perry and his friend Kasim Reed, then the mayor of Atlanta. Critics said it seemed designed to help the Mongols uh, pocketbook rather than the poor black neighborhood around it. It felt like a trick, a dirty, dirty trick, said one local resident after the deal was announced. Forbes now estimates that Tyler's studio is worth $280 million, but because of a tax deal made with local officials, he's had to pay 
zero property taxes on it from 2015 to 2022. You see all those poor people that live around that base that is surrounded by a fence that is now Tyler Studios. They all, they all are paying property taxes. Likely their property taxes would have been increased because the value of their property have increased given that Tyler Perry built his studio there. People, people, that's money. And by the way, I'm, I'm on to Tyler Perry on this, but this occurs with all billionaires and rich people, irrespective of who they are. I just happen to be talking about Tyler Perry, who I, I think uh, should understand better. I mean, buy the thing at $75 million so the people can profit from that. But no. That was his profit. That's money would otherwise largely go to Atlanta public schools whose study, whose student body is disproportionately poor and black. In 2023, the Fulton County Assessor calculated the student, the studio's value at 74 million. So even even the, the appraised value of the studio, 74 million, is nowhere close to the market value of 280 million dollars. You want to know why rich people continues to get rich faster than poor people are able to build your worth? These deals are what I'm talking about. About a quarter of Forbes estimate, which means taxes are less than a million dollars every that he has to pay whenever he starts to pay taxes. Additionally, Perry has taken advantage of the 30% state tax credit given the film production in Georgia. The share of tax money used to subsidize Hollywood productions cost Georgia voters an average of $330 per household last year. Perry earned plenty of glowing national headlines earlier this year for his philanthropy in donating $750,000 to help low-income seniors in Atlanta as property taxes increase. So everybody said, oh, what a nice guy. He gave $750,000 to help poor people pay their taxes. But he took $45 million in excess from what he paid and didn't pay for that land for the studio. And he paid zero taxes between 2015 and 2022. Still, there was no mention of the layers upon layers of tax breaks he got in the first place. Meanwhile, Atlanta now has the worst income inequality in the nation with the median household income for a black family at $28,000 compared to $83,000 in the same city for white families. Some of the neighborhoods and southern uh, and so west suburbs surrounding Tyler's Perry Studios remain among the most poverty-stricken. Hey, I did the report in 2019. Nothing has changed. Uh, he got the property now. He has a property now, I think, almost 10 years. How has the neighborhood changed? The only thing I think can be accounted for is a lot of the board. By the way, the, 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 the Atlanta uh, activist reporter that I work with, she's also a goodwill, a real estate agent. But she's one of the good ones out there that tries to make deals and put people's in, people into homes. She showed what's happening to the home values, that people are having to move out because Tyler Perry has moved in and the property value around his studio has increased. Don't think it's not going to be gentrified because we spoke about that as well. We spoke about that as well. Okay, so 
uh, continued. Some of the neighborhoods in south in and southwestern suburbs surrounded Tyler Perry's studio remain among the poorest, poverty-stricken. Not uh, that you'll hear anything about that in the documentary just they just made about him. But perhaps goes to thinking these struggling residents will one day see the Amazon Prime film or peer through the gates and steer up at the 35,000-square-foot, $100 million mega mansion Perry is building nearby and be inspired to lift themselves out of poverty. If that sounds familiar, it's because Maxine Baby is a liberal twist on a familiar trope. One man journey to the heights of fame and fortune will trickle down and become everyone else's success. Folks, capitalism doesn't know color. Capitalism doesn't have a heart. Capitalism doesn't care as long as it builds on capital. It builds one's capital. That's what it's all about. And when you see Jay-Z, who is worth billions on the backs of many, and his cousin asks him for $5,000 for a venture, and he goes out and he makes a big issue with it on, on national radio and says something to the effect, he thinks it's just easy to, to, to uh, for five thousand, and this is for $5,000. He has ripped millions of dollars off of rap artists that he, that he, uh, that he works with, allegedly. Okay? But he, 5,000, it, it, it is just amazing what capitalism does to one's heart, what capitalism does to one's soul. Harry, come on in, my brother. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, hermanos. You can talk to uh, Howard Reynolds and Zach Van Der I took some German when I was in college, so I understand some of that stuff. But um, as far as Tyler Perry is concerned, he needs to increase those donations, which you're talking about, to help the uh, poor blacks in the poor stricken areas of Atlanta pay their uh, property tax. That's one good thing he could do um, by setting an example for black people. And then the other thing he could do is employ black people um, that don't have much. Uh, that's given back to black folks. So that's what he ought to do. But um, uh, I was going to talk about Donald Trump and Joe Biden a bit because you guys were talking about that at the top. Now, um, what people have to keep in mind is those Christian nationalists who are being duped by Donald Trump. And, I, and then I read something and hear something last week that Donald Trump is um, talking to the young people uh, that are um, upset that they didn't get their student loan debt relief. Well, young people, you got to remember, Joe Biden did try to get that started off, but the conservative Supreme Court struck it down. And then they're screaming about um, 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 uh, uh, inflation not coming down enough. Well, young people also have to remember, you can also thank uh, Kirsten Sinema and, and Joe Manson so that Joe Biden couldn't get his bigger package of Build Back Better path. So they have to remember that. Um, did you? Uh, I was going to uh, put this to uh, all three of you guys. I'm sure you know about um, Sean Penn, the great actor, and the movie um, Fast Times at Richmond High, right? Of course, yeah. Now, now, uh, now Sean Penn, uh, Forrest Whitaker, who was also in that movie. Um, uh, let's see, uh, his uh, younger brother, uh, uh, Sean Penn, bought the car and crashed the car, and said, "I can fix it," and that. Donald Trump. Donald Trump is always talking about, I can fix it for you young people. Well, don't 
Listen to I Can Fix It. Remember, listen, go back and look at that Mitt Romney uh, speech that I've talked about on this show and talked about on you talk as well about um, that Donald Trump is a cult, a con man, and talking about uh, and the things that Mitt Romney says about him when he's talking about uh, his promises are as phony as a $7 bill. Uh, he's a, uh, and here's what I know. He's a fake and a fraud. It takes one to know one. So you, okay, Harry. You know, I, I agree with Harry. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I want I want to touch on something uh, that you mentioned about uh, student loans and other things that Biden was unsuccessful in getting through. Biden was unsuccessful in getting through these issues. That word Biden, I think, failed is making American knows that is right wing Republican uh, policy and wait wait let me back up. It is right wing Republican policy and centrist Democratic policy that have prevented. These policies that uh, forgive student loans. And why do I want student loans forgiven? Because they were given to students on false premises. We'll discuss that another day. But uh, and, and many exactly. other things that uh, the Biden administration, they can't full throatedly come out against it because too many damn uh, centrist Democrats think just like these uh, conservative Republicans when it comes to policy. When you take a look at and, uh, you know, I was going to bring up a whole lot of our rich, rich billionaires. Uh, it, 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 I, we run we have KPFT here. Right. We tell the truth and we are, are for progressive values that help people. Uh, I want you to name me one billionaire that says I am going to donate to the Pacifica Network or the KPFT because uh, 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 the possibility of having a Donald Trump is so evil. I am going to use my fortune to make sure it doesn't occur. You don't see. Uh, you don't hear uh, 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 Bon Jovi. You don't hear. Tyler Perry. You don't hear Oprah Winfrey. You don't hear any of these people. You don't hear Beyonce coming out and saying, I am going to start throwing a few a few pennies to these progressive organizations because of what these evil guys are doing. They don't. Hey, Harry, my lines are filled up, so I'm going to have to let you and go, they, my brother. And they could. And they they could. Real uh, quick, Harry, real quick. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Howard Reynolds, for playing some more Peter White today with Dreamwalk and playing Mr. Tao. All right, thank uh, you, about Harriet. Got to get I, uh, you. Got to uh, go. Uh, got to go. Got to go. Got to go. Got to go. Thank you. Uh, uh, let's go to uh, Gary. Come on in, Gary. Hey, Inferno. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. You know, there's nothing really specific i uh this i'm a first time caller into your show i have spoken on uh a couple of occasions on steve honor's show and then my message is it's basically been the same uh you know and i and i bring this out i listen to you sometimes i don't agree with everything that you have to say because i see uh where we, i think there's a real error in putting our trust uh, into a into a system or an institution or something that is inherently foul uh, in, in its at its very core, and I'll explain. Let me just one moment. Bear with me. So, and, and to say that there's really not an American institution. If you want to care if it's uh, performance enhancing drugs in baseball. I do not care if it's uh, mudslinging in our in our politics. 
Don't care if it's... Uh, please, please, please. Gary, love your brother. Gary, I love your brother, but make your point. Make your point. This doesn't help me to get to the point. This doesn't help. So That's anyway. why you have to make... Wait, wait, hold on, Gary. Stop, 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 Gary, please. I, Gary, please stop. I don't interrupt people in general, right? But when you go on and on, I really need you to say your point, please. Okay, our, our institutions are fouled at their very core. And we come on here and we'd like for democracy to fix these fouled institutions. At the very heart of, of all of these institutions are corrupt individuals. And we think that we'll vote somebody else in or we'll do something else. And we'll correct all of these things that we're surprised when it's still fouled. If my people will call... Will, will, will seek me if my people who are called by my name will seek me in truth and integrity, then I will heal their land. I will heal their land and their institution. I'm not going to turn this into a program that you're not, uh, you're, you're not fair. Those that know those words will understand what I'm saying. At the very core, our, our, we are trying to make a nice garment out of material that is ripped and torn and moldy. We don't have integrity in our institutions and our heart is foul. And the only way we're going to straighten that out is to, is to come back to some, something that is greater than ourselves. Men cannot fix what's going on in this country. Okay, let me we just qualify. I need to, okay, I get your point. Let me qualify something where I would like to, uh, to disagree with you profoundly. I know enough good people running great organizations that help people, and these are men and women. The problem is we elect the wrong men and women. And by the way, everything on earth can only be fixed and solved by men and women. You can put all the niceties that you want, but if you go, like we spoke about the evangelical uh, uh, all along, they have used your good book and caused a lot of harm to a whole lot of people. So what we need is good people of whatever faith, whether they are Christians, Muslims, uh, 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 Jewish, Buddhists, I don't care what they are. If they're good people, they will do right. And I know a lot of all of those people of all those religions doing right, including in the political sphere. The problem is we have to uh, put more of those in service, my dear brother, Gary. Say you got 30 seconds more, 100%, sir. Go ahead. 100%, 100% to what you just said. There are good people running good institutions in all walks of life. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, brother. Uh, we'll talk another time, Gary. Hey, Gary, I got to go. My lines are filled, Gary. Gary, my lines are filled. I got to go. Uh, let's go to, I think, Josie. Good morning. Good morning, Josie. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. I just wanted to clarify something after yesterday's call. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean that the family of that young man was going after money 
Oh, no. Uh, by the way, uh, Josie, I remember that call because at first it had hit me. And then I said, no, 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 no. That is not what she meant. No, no, I got it. I got exactly where you're coming from. You're, you're talking about it. I think if I recall correctly, you were saying this is just so normalized that, that you know, this happens. We go through this. They pay a certain amount of money. And then it's like right, uh, wash, rinse and repeat. And I think if if I what I got from you is that you want that wash, rinse, and repeat cycle to end. That's what I got out of what you said. Yeah. And and what I wanted to say also is I felt like the lady that had called was talking, was trying to shame the family or insinuate that that's what the family. Although she said no, but just when you protest too much, mm-hmm. you know. I got you really, because. Like, like you said, no, no amount of money is going to replace our children. No, I, no. You know, nobody wants a million dollars and lose their child. That's ridiculous. No. Thank anyway, you, Josie, uh, believe me, I look, I, 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 my, my first thoughts are always to try to say, you know, I know folks, I, I, I got what you mean. Thank you, Josie. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have, Have a wonderful day. day. All right, let's go to Emmanuel. Come on in, Emmanuel. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Listen, I, I I agree with everything you just said. Everything. When you were speaking to Gary, I believe that's his name. Uh-huh. Look, we have to go to the polls. And yes. say that we elect the right people to make the changes that this country needs. One thing I admire, and you brought it up, I believe, last week. How the Panamanian people stuck down avenues against that company that was doing the wrong thing in Panama. Mm-hmm. That's what we have to do here in the United States. Until we come together and make an effort to, 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 to provoke the changes that is necessary, we're going to keep going around in circle. There are good people, like what you said, that are doing great work, like yourself and many others, and I know them too personally, that are doing great work here, work that touch the heart. Right. But without we putting the right people in a position to help make the changes, to bring a better food, we're going to continue going in circle, brother. Emmanuel, I, I have... I've, Emmanuel, I appreciate you saying that. And let me tell you better. I want Americans to read the story about Panama and the, and the copper mine, because uh, it is a story that we need to, to emulate here. We talk about third world Panama being a third world country, ha- half the time run by dictators. But what the people did and stood up as a country from David to Veraguas to Chorrera to Penonome to all these places, they stood up. They, they, our indigenous people stood up. Everybody stood up. The colonenses in Donoso stood up. And they said, we won't have you destroying our environment like this. And they pretty much the Supreme Court had to listen and they shot it down. Now, the, uh, by the way, the copper mine company in Canada, they want to take Panama to world court. In other words, the business must win. But I want Americans that are listening to me right now, read the Panama story about how they got rid or they're getting rid of the copper mine. Because it says that the people, when they really get together, 
It's really a democracy that wins. Emmanuel, muchas gracias por, por hablar de eso. Thank you for letting me, reminding me that I wanted to mention this today on the program as well, sir. Thank you. Just let, just let me say this and I'm get off the line. Yeah. Peter, what you're doing is priceless. And there are many other radio stations or, or, or people like yourself that is priceless what they're doing. Because when people receive the truth, la verdad, people become more aware of what's happening. So if your, 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 your program change one person's mind, you have done a great deal of service, brother. And, you, and, and let, let, me, let me just say, it's not, we, we, we have done a great services. You, by calling in and mentioning what you've talking about, spoken about, Howard and Jack being there to ensure that we can get this out. It's one, if we can keep thinking, we will move forward. Thank you, Emmanuel. Let's go to Israel. Good morning. Good morning. Good, good morning, morning, sir. Morning. Uh, one, I really enjoyed when you said uh, it's time for people. It doesn't matter what they believe in. My, I, I was a part of this uh, organization, and one of the things that we had in Miami was the National Voters League, in mm -hmm. which we could produce a block vote for the moral candidate. He was vetted, or they were vetted, and we promoted to all the people, didn't matter what they looked like or what their nationality was. And as a matter of fact, the leader of our organization won an award for being a proponent for the National Voters League. So uh, it's just time for all the moral people of the planet to stand up. It's more, you know, they have propagandized uh, uh, so much to make us believe that there are more wicked people on the earth than there are right people. Oh, Israel, thank you, thank you, thank you for saying that. Because we, thank you for, thank you for saying that. People all over the planet, it's just time for us to stand up and run them to another planet. Brother. That's what to do. Israel, it's to do that. Yes. let me tell you, thank you for saying that. And thank you for putting that onto the minds of everybody. Mo I'm going to tell you something. I rarely, I rarely. I can't take credit for that. I can take credit for my master teacher for it. For well, well, credit ago. due. Okay, credit. Israel, credit due. A credit due. I think we have an overtalk here. I think we have a delay, but let me just say this. Credit credit to you for bringing us what the professor had to say, but let me just tell you. We have to remind Americans of that reality. Most people are good. I rarely run across somebody that's wicked. Even the Trump supporter, I find out, are good people. I mean, I know uh, I take a lot of flack from my progressives when I say that, but I really believe that from the depths of my heart. By the way, folks, I want you to go look up uh, a, a poorest place in America. It talks about Appalachia. Great story on YouTube. But anyway, Israel, I got to go because I got a lot of other callers. So thank you so kindly. Uh, let's go ahead and go to. Sorry for dropping you quickly, brother. But, um, you know, uh, let's go to uh, brother Derek. Hey, good morning. Uh, Roberto, on, on that Tyler Perry thing. Yes, sir. You know, everybody is definitely, you know, there's always going to be some form of criticism. Mm -hmm. But I want but I want us to 
to remind us about something. You know, as black people, and this is the truth, it when we have a tendency to spew out a lot of what we do. Mm-hmm. And, it, and if you notice something, when Bill Cosby started saying that he wanted to buy NBC, ABC, and CBS, that's when a lot of his problems began. Then, then you had Sean Puffy Combs, who got in front of this whole big earn your leisure group, and he started talking about buying and purchasing media. Then now his problems began. See, the thing with Tyler Perry and a lot of those billionaires, yeah, uh, they're taking advantage of the system just like all any other white, and, and you know, whatever, whatever you want to call them, yeah. white people. But but we got to keep in mind, too, people like that, they have submersive groups that you don't know nothing about. And they are making some moves financially, but they don't need to be out there broadcasting it. What you're saying is definitely true, but I do know of one group that does that and I'm not gonna say it, say it out loud, but I, but they go around in a, with this little convention, but, but that's to draw in the people who really wants to do something. Keep that in mind. That's all I'm yeah, gonna no, drop. No, well, Derek, I, I want to address that because I, when I discuss issues with, uh, let's say, black billionaires or Latino billionaires or ever, I am cognizant that. People are judged in this country and, well, many other Western countries oh, yeah. uh, based on pigmentation, etc. And there is something that you said that is very important. That is when, when certain people are attempting to do certain things, certain things start to come out against them. And that's why I hold, let's say, a Tyler Perry to a higher standard with regards to abuse of the community of whence he's from not that, look first of all you know I, I don't i'm not the person that believes in this race racial thing but we live in a racialized society so we have to work oh, within yeah. those confines okay so that said that said i don't want just like i don't want anybody taking advantage of anybody and what happens, it is so much easier to take advantage of people of color based on our, uh, what we call, uh, we, people hate when we talk it, about it being a structure. We have a, 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 that our structure is inherently racist. Nobody wants to hear that. But if you take a look at how the laws are written, uh, et cetera, it's not hard to figure out that it's systemically, it's that way. Right. It's another show to talk about that. So uh, I, I, I take your point. And by the way, thank you for not just coming out and saying, Egberto, shut up on X, Y, Z, because oh, I no, know no. whenever what I speak about. Definitely happen. Yeah. yeah uh, it but, happens, brother, brother. Right. We live in America and we all have a label on our back that says made right. in America. <laughs> right. But as a host, my brother, I have to be honest and fair. And sometimes it cuts on 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 all sides right so um but yeah. that's why that's why i'm careful in the way i do things whoever i'm talking about i try to be very careful in the way i do it to make sure that i'm not giving somebody an undue advantage if you will but thank you for right. you know kind right. of pointing that out in the way that you did Derek. thank you sir. you have a wonderful day all right let's go to bart come on in bart yes sir good morning i just want to ask you a couple questions um this Tyler Perry thing reminds me of the city of Houston right now. I figured you were going to say they that. <laughs> yeah. They are wasting 
87 million dollars mm-hmm. fix water leaks it, mm-hmm. it was on kprc.com amy davis did you see that report no i didn't i did but it's ridiculous you're absolutely right sir go ahead and and we we are the we're the taxpayers that's our money that's being wasted and yes he's funneling money to their cousins and brothers and the city is approving it now my right. question to you is is Sylvester Turner getting any of that laundered money kicked back to him? What do you think? What do I think? I have no evidence of that, but would it surprise me? No. Uh, would it surprise me that uh, that uh, the current the person who is leading in the uh, Whitmar will be even larger? Well, just read the Chronicle and you'll see why that would likely be the case. Now, uh, does it surprise me oh. that Emmett? Uh, wait, wait. Let me finish. Does it surprise me that that Emmett uh, Ed Emmett I, with all the money this, this, the county has collected, never built the canal under I-10 to take our floodwaters out to the to the to the um, ship channel. No, it doesn't surprise me, even though it was it was something that was supposed to have been done. So there's a lot of stuff that doesn't surprise me, sir. Go ahead. Well, we're gonna have to go to the county another day. Let's just stick on the city. And we got Sylvester okay. Turner is trying to pass. Go ahead and make your point. So you only got 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Make your point. We got a, This guy, we need to get the Texas Rangers investigating this guy. He's trying to suck all this money out on his way out the door this last month that he's in office. And Great. As long, as long as we investigate every single head official, I would be with you. Thank you very much, Bart. Let's go to Brian. Yes. Yeah. Brian, you're on. Yeah, you there? Yes, yeah, I'm there. Here. Yes. Okay. Did uh, did you check into the Department of Justice Special Prosecutor Jack Smith and what he did to Trump? Did you check into that yet? Yeah, he hasn't done anything to Trump that isn't done to every single person that's being investigated. Uh, did he say that he had a subpoena? That it was he a gets- blanket subpoena for one year? Yeah. Yes, of course, and I think oh, that's just a, that's no, justified. Okay. Anything else? All right, tell me, what else do you want to say? How many people are on that subpoena? Do I have to read it again? No, you don't have to read it again because it because that's a standard subpoena, sir. There's nothing special about. I mean, the the right wing will have you believe and go into convulsion that there's something special about that subpoena. That's a standard subpoena. So, my brother, until you come with something new. Please, I got to go and end the show right now. Thank you, brother. All right, let's go to, uh, give me your last word, uh, Howard. Well, Brian's like a dog with a bone, man. He ain't going to stop. Jack, what you got? (laughs) Well, the thing with Tyler Perry, I think, uh, is the objectification, sexual objectification, and the right means to rule, not govern. Man, thank you very much, guys. Thank you, everybody, for being here. My listeners, Jack. Howard callers, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know 
is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.